I'm Jeff. I'm Kia. And I'm Craig. And, and we, we just watched Sweetheart. Sweetheart. I don't understand the title. Oh, uh, we'll get into it. Because okay. there's a specific reason there is that title. Okay. Uh, this was my choice. It is a 2019 jam from J.D. Dillard. Jam. He wrote and directed it. Well, he co-wrote it, but he did fully direct it. Mm-hmm. He co-wrote it alongside Alex Heiner and Alex Troyer. <laughs> yeah, that's how you pronounce it. I chose this because we haven't done very many new releases, and this just dropped very recently on Netflix, uh, just at the very end of 2019, so it is readily available. I highly encourage you to watch it before listening to us talk about it, because we have a habit of spoiling the shit out of it within moments of talking about it. Kia. Yes. Give us a synopsis of what Sweetheart is about, starring... Kiersey Clemens? That's right. As Jim. From, from, from Neighbors 2. And from Dope, if you've yes. ever seen that. Screen debut. That. Okay, from IMDb. Jen has, washed, Jen has washed ashore a small tropical island, and it doesn't take her long to realize she's completely alone. She must spend her days not only surviving the elements, but must also fend off the malevolent force that comes out each night. Oh, that's, actually, that's not that terrible. It doesn't reveal yeah. way too much. Yeah. But yes, Jen is a young woman washed ashore, and we get, it's almost like a silent movie for a good 20 minutes. Yeah. Eh, Maybe 15 minutes. And it's just her surviving, kind of figuring out the logistics of where she's at. She figures out that this island is extremely small. She, She walks around it within maybe five minutes or something. It's like a very, very small island. And uh, one of her... I guess friends washes ashore, but he dies very shortly afterwards. He's, yeah, he's been in, injured very badly. By some coral. Yeah, yeah, and he dies very quickly. She covers his body, kind of scavenges, uh, finds a camp of previous people from probably, I guess, the early '90s, judging by some of the stuff that they have, to include a Game <laughs> Boy, and uh, kind of goes from Jeez. there. The luckiest person to ever get stranded on an island, as far as like. <laughs> The resources she finds, like yeah, she just she you know there's all these fish just wash up on shore. She just right, goes there, and picks there, them all up. There's a then... bad storm, and no. you know that kind of I guess aggravates the local fishes, and yeah. they just kind of or local fish rather, and they just wash up ashore. She finds a, a box of full of matches. Yes, and Coca Colas. Coca Colas. Yes. Uh, th- thermos. Of, yeah. Well, Coca Colas still be good. We see them drinking it later, but it's been in yeah. the hot sun. Well, for about 20 years. <laughs> it's been covered up inside of their book I, bags. I think you, no, you're right that they the... might be, I mean, in a survival situation, they might be edible. How's that? Yeah. They, they probably wouldn't be terrific. I don't after... know if they would just make you sick, but, I mean, they drink them. Yeah. And they've been bottled, so. Well, yeah, my, um, my, uh, my buddy came over to watch it with me. Yeah. And. Uh, you knew nothing about it, right, Jeff? Right. You just jumped in. Yeah. yeah and uh, she just, she had all these, like, you know, survival skills, and we're like, "Oh my God, was this woman a marine? Like, yeah. <laughs> like what? How does she know how to do all this stuff? Like, like at one point she makes a hammock. We're like, she made a hammock. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I think that kind of came up when we were watching it. But I guess if you think about it, maybe a lot of the stuff she did was you can kind of figure it out. 
I guess, I well, guess with the hammock, I was more like, how did she get all the way up that tree? Yeah. Both well, trees. And I think too, like, you know, several days pass on this Island of her being alone. And a lot of times, like with the fish, for instance, like it shows her in the morning gathering fish. She mm-hmm. finds several and then it shows her experimenting with how she's going to gut and clean them. And she's mm-hmm. horrible at it at first. Yeah. And then by the end of the day, when it's dark, she's kind of figured it out. So I think yeah. in some of these cases, it takes her eight to 12 hours to figure Several out hours, what she's yeah. doing. So it's not yeah. like she just rolled out of bed and she knew exactly what to do w- without any Maybe. kind of trial and error. Even that much time seems like pretty quick to me, but just in the context of the movie, but like my buddy was like, uh, man, this woman makes uh, bear girls look like a bitch. <laughs> it's like she could do anything. Maybe well, she watched a lot of naked and afraid and picked maybe. up some. There's also, you know, if you compare and contrast this with something like Castaway, where the Tom Hanks character struggles quite a bit more surviving on on a deserted island, Uh, him opening up a coconut is a huge ordeal for him in that movie. Mm -hmm. Because I remember he has to basically resort to using uh, an abandoned, like he finds an ice skate and he uses the blade to open up, to to cut open a coconut. And uh, Jen in this movie just slams it against a rock and eventually you know, cracks it open. Yeah. But me knowing nothing about coconuts, I don't know which one is more realistic. I don't yeah. know if in real, if they just in castaway tried to make it look like a bigger struggle than it really was. Mm-hmm. And Jen is more uh, realistic in a way, just slamming it up. And, you know, and again, we don't know how long it really took her to do that. That could yeah. have taken her an hour or two. It really, I, I honestly, okay. Probably not two because she was, she was getting the coconut, water for her friend that had washed ashore so it probably didn't take no i think she did that pretty easily um it didn't really take me out of the movie though i didn't really question it that much to be honest i just watched it uh, we kept thinking like eventually they're gonna like reveal that she was in the military before (laughs) like she had like you know grew up camping or something like and that there there could be that backstory that they just never reveal in the movie because they don't they don't like spell it out for the audience like you don't see what happens that leads her to get uh stranded on the island yeah she just wakes the movie starts with her waking up on the island like later you 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 find out a few things but well and, get the and full thing their full I, backstory for sure and, and like she's not like a 17 year old girl i mean she's right. a grown woman it's not like you know someone that's totally defenseless to contrast her with uh, Rosemary oh, yeah. <laughs> for our previous movie, <laughs> yeah. uh, also, she seems more capable. I mean, I don't know. It didn't really bother me. But. I also think, like, if I were to be stranded on an island for the first few hours, I would probably be crying and miserable. <laughs> but I do think we're so advanced and we've seen so many movies and TV shows that I think we would have some sort of an idea of... Yeah. I'll try this. I've seen people spear the fish before. I've never done it, but I've seen it on TV, so I would know. Find me a stick and go try to do that. <laughs> and she just so, like hits it perfect the first time when she like true. catches that fish. But to me, it was funny. Like I wasn't. It didn't take me out. Like I wasn't. I was like, this movie's bullshit. Like it wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't offended by it. I didn't think it was a bad thing. I just thought it was like interesting that like wow, she's got some really good survival skills. Yeah. And she obviously later. Um, it's hinted that maybe she doesn't have a, the best past. So maybe she, you know, is a survivor. Yeah. Well, and, and this movie doesn't really slow down that much to give us much background and maybe to its yeah. credit. Yeah. Uh, Cause I don't know if I really wanted it too much overly explained, yeah. you know, what these characters were up to. And I think a lesser um, movie would have had her like asleep on the Island and she would have been dreaming about how her dad took her camping. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do like that. They don't just spell it out for you. That's like, 
you know, you get little bits and pieces just from things that are said. Kia, what was your first impression of this? Well, I really liked it. Um, this is the second time we had seen it. We just saw it the first time not that long ago. Yeah, I, I liked it. You had discovered it on Twitter, I think. You yeah, saw this, someone... just a little bit of buzz I saw. I just heard generally good things about it. It has good reviews. I think it has like a 94% on Rotten Tomatoes, mm. so that's good. And and I liked it. It was it was fun. It was I thought it was well done. I liked that it was a small cast. Um, I liked the actress. Well, I like that she, you know, it's a person of color in a horror movie. That's cool. So just to reiterate, it's like the first 20 minutes, maybe 15 minutes, it's just a survival story. And it's ba- basically in the vein of something like Castaway. And then uh, it, uh, there's hints that something else is going on on the island. Before or, we go there. Yes. I don't know how far into The Walking Dead you got, but did you recognize the, ga- the kid that washed up on the shore? The very first guy, her the friend. Coral injury. Oh yeah, he looked familiar. I couldn't remember. Now that you mentioned walking. He was dead, I one remember. of the the wolves yeah, yeah. that attacked Alexandria yeah. and got taken <laughs> captive. And Denise rescues him. I told my friend, yeah. I was like, that guy looks like a young Dave Grohl. Like he he could play Dave Grohl <laughs> in a Nirvana movie. Well, and he's the only other person that uh, we interact with for a while, other than Jen. Mm-hmm. And the last words he says is something oh, along yeah. the lines of, uh, did you see it? Did you see it? You know, mm-hmm. and it's kind of the first time you watch it, you have no idea what he's kind of hinting at or whatever. Kind of assume that it had something to do with the storm, maybe, because it's mm-hmm. hinted at that there was a bad storm and that's why they're stranded. But yeah, first night, uh, she hears a little something, but we, we don't really see much of it. She wakes up. She uh, the notices... The first night's the storm, right? Yeah. She's, okay. she's gathering yeah. uh, the fish. I think she does notice a shark There's is a shark mutilated that, yeah. on the shore, and that kind of hits at something. She's kind of, huh. And she realizes, well, I, I need to bury this guy that washed up with me because I might be here for a minute. So she digs a very shallow grave for him, puts him in the grave, and then... Uh, the following day, when she's kind of going through her routine, she sees that her friend has been dug up, and mm-hmm. in the shallow grave, there's a bunch of blood. Yeah, and it kind of she realizes like, oh fuck, hmm. you know, something is going on here, and it's not normal. Yeah, my uh, my first impression, I agree with everything Kia said, and I also thought like, I so I didn't watch the trailer or anything, but I did see like a the word monster in the, the right, description. Right. I was like, oh. so there's a monster in this, but about. Ten minutes into the movie, I was like, "Oh, this could be. This could have been the uh, the creature from the Black Lagoon remake." Mm-hmm. I was just thinking, like, this is how they should they should do it if they ever did one, where like, you know, you're instead of seeing from the creature's perspective, right. you're like, mm-hmm. "Well, it's being it's stalking its prey." I, well, that's uh, we'll, we'll circle back to that for sure. Because I mean, you know, we cut to you know we see her that evening, and she's being a little more cautious, but mm-hmm. she doesn't think anything is. You know, she probably thinks it's like a wild animal or, you know, something logical. And that evening she hears uh, a plane overhead and she thinks, oh, she has a flare gun. She found a flare gun and she's like, you know, I need to signal this plane. She shoots a flare into the air and, you know, it, 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 it's dark, total darkness. You see the flare go out over the sea and it starts mm-hmm. to kind of go down. You know, you mm-hmm. see the, the flare traveling down to the, the water and the light silhouettes a monster rising up out of the water yeah that's such a was cool reveal amazing. <laughs> and it is it's the whole reason to recommend this movie yeah. to someone and why you should try to not watch it without too much knowledge because yeah that to me is nightmare fuel there's another mm-hmm. image in this that's nightmare fuel but that that one was just like 
I was like, I could not imagine. I could not imagine being <laughs> on, a fuck, on a beach in like, any circumstance. Ah! Her circumstance is worst case scenario. But even yeah. if I was just like hanging out with friends mm-hmm. on a on a beach on vacation and I saw that, I would be like, oh, I'm God. I'm interested to see you what know? your other moment is. Oh, yeah. Nightmare Fuel. But yeah, when we saw it yesterday, when we watched it again, I said if they do like a montage of the past 10 years of horror movies, they should just show that. That and it would be a spoiler, but that's an <laughs> iconic, in my opinion, that would be like the iconic image from this no, movie. I mean, I, what I, would you do if you're well on a beach at night by yourself and you saw that? Would you just be like, well, had a good run. <laughs> that was good. I'm just going to lay here and just, I, I give I mean, myself to you. <laughs> if I saw that, I'd be like, well, I think it's time to go to the other side of the island. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> That's what I would do. <laughs> just That's, constantly be like rotating around the island. That was the one thing that kind of confused me. I was like, why does she just stay like on that side of the island where she keeps seeing that thing? Like go to the other side. <laughs> Maybe the other side is super dense. Maybe. We didn't really get to see very much of yeah. the, 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 the island is a mystery. We know that it's really, really small though. Yeah. So maybe she just feels like I'd rather be able to see this thing come out and know where it's yeah. at versus going into the island and having no clue where it's at at any moment, you know? And we also point. know that's where she washed up. So maybe she's yeah. hoping other things other. will wash up. Yeah. And um, that's also where she saw the plane go over. Maybe she oh, knows later. Good point. True. Yeah. What did your friend say when that, yeah, when that well, image, <laughs> were you guys like, Oh, that's. Pretty cool. I was like, whoa, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was but, that was that was cool. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was a really a cool reveal. Moment. I think I yeah, I even wrote down cool monster reveal with flair. <laughs> and you said the director, that was his inspiration that's for what this I've, movie. That's what I've heard is that he was hanging out on the beach at night, just mm-hmm. having a couple drinks. And he just imagined that, and it scared the shit out of him. He was like, oh, God, imagine if I just saw, like, backlit a monster coming out of the water. What, what, what oh, I, yeah. and, it, and it freaked him out enough where he was like, well, I'm going to make a movie based around that image. Oh, so that cool. was the basic mm. inception of it or whatever. And, uh, he had an image and then built a movie yeah, around it. Yeah, basically around that one image. And it kind of, maybe it shows a little bit because that's easily the strongest moment of the movie, but it's still solid i mean it's it's really cool and it goes from there for sure and not only is it a monster but it's it looks human like it's biped it's biped yeah Yeah. it's not like you know it's not like loch ness yeah it's not a sea serpent it's something that clearly can come onto land and that's scary that's actually a good point the silhouette it is kind of humanoid yeah. and it's yeah. huge and it you know not godzilla huge but it's just a very yeah. large you think if it's a sea thing. monster that's fine i'll just stay out of the sea but right no you can't go in the sea and then you can't even be on land yeah. it sucks you should it have just suck. stayed at home <laughs> <laughs> so yeah from there it becomes a little bit of a predator homage where she is trying to kind of come up with methods to either avoid the monster or combat it and well, she kind of figures out some weaknesses and, yeah. you know, some methods to kind of do those things. Well, like the next day after she sees the, through the flare, she goes, she swims down to the ocean and finds the big black hole that it comes yes. out of. Yeah. And, and to me, that's, uh, without going in much further into the story, the black hole is another nightmare image to me. Because yeah. I just, I couldn't imagine swimming over that thing and looking mm-hmm. and just going, that's where that thing lives probably. <laughs> and imagine, you know, it And it, it looked like you. it was... Moving, I can't tell if that was just like the silt from the sea just moving mm. into it, but it looks there was motion. It's almost like uh, it. it has suction or something. Yeah, like it, it pulls things in maybe. So now you, we were wondering later when her friend who washed up 
on shore and died when he said, did you see it? Because so far this monster has only come out onto the land at night Mm. and they, I'm assuming they washed up during the day. So it's like, did he see the monster? Did he see the hole? I mean, I kind of feel like it was the monster because I don't think a hole would be as urgent with your dying words. To be like, did you see that weird hole in the, the, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like the monster would be the thing that you would be like hysterically, you know, trying to communicate. But they're both pretty messed up. Yeah. be creeped out if I saw that. Because it looks like it could suck you in. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe you did see it. Either way, it's not a cool thing to see moments before you die. Yeah. But yeah, you know, she comes up with some methods. You know, we, we mentioned she tries to make a hammock thinking like, oh, I'll be up high and that'll, I'll avoid him that way yeah. when he's scavenging. And that does not work out very well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she has one altercation with it where she kind of fights it. I think that's when she falls out of the hammock. Oh, she, she yeah. runs, because there's a sequence where she's running, and the thing at first is running after her on land, but then jumps into the ocean, and you can see how quickly it moves in yeah. the ocean, and jumps out, you know, pursuing she's, her yeah. still. Um, she says later, it's twice as fast in water yeah. as on land. I think before that happens, is that when her second friend washes up? Oh, well, there's another, yeah, there's like yeah. a body that shows up. Yeah, yeah, it's another friend of hers, and he's like cut in two. Mm-hmm. Um, badly damaged and yes yeah, we, we don't know I don't know how he gets cut into I don't think it's the monster because it seems like but I don't know maybe it was from the shipwreck but anyway but at this point she basically she's like feeding the monster at night she sh- strings her friend up and she like leaves the friend out there mm-hmm. for the monster to eat and then she catches a huge when she goes fishing for the first time spear fishing for the first time she catches a huge fish and I'm thinking mm-hmm. oh she's gonna eat that for dinner but she strings it up for the yeah the monster so yeah i feel like it was like a way to to just so she could get a look at it yeah i agree and she kind of like falls asleep or like looks away for a second and then mm. misses it the first mm. time so then she hooks up her dead friend <laughs> yeah thinking well it's more of a meal he'll be there for a minute <laughs> yeah uh what do you guys think of the creature design it's it's not seen super up, yeah. you know until the end pretty much but I think it looks pretty cool it's like pretty effective it's like if you cross the creature from the black lagoon with like a, a shark yeah yeah um, it has like is it are the feet like cloven sort of they almost look like horse yeah. hooves or something that's so creepy and um, it, to me it reminded me of something like pumpkin head it kind of yeah. had that kind of mm. feel to it where it's a large animatronic style yeah. puppet you know it's creepy at night but i thought it was really creepy later on in the movie when you see it like underwater it was oh, like yeah Ugh. yeah <laughs> no thank you there is one scene which i mean we haven't gotten to it yet but like there is one scene where you see the head in daylight mm. and it that was the only part that kind of took me out of it. I was like, oh, that looks kind of like a puppet. Yeah, but, yeah. but the rest of it, but rest of the time, I thought it looked really great. I, I think I read, too, that uh, much like Jaws, yeah. uh, there were limitations of the, the monster that they had, uh, the, the physical monster, and uh, they couldn't get it wet. So apparently oh. that, that kind of limited how much they could do with it in, in, in the water. So that's yeah. why there's pretty distinct mm. cuts probably between CGI style and uh, yeah. the more practical effects and everything. Mm. So you want to just go full spoiler now? Or just Do it. Yeah. Um, I don't even know what the spoiler well, is. Is there a spoiler? To me, the spoiler is that uh, there's a raft uh, that has oh, her yeah. surviving friends oh, and it washes okay. up. So we're not totally alone with Jen the whole movie. 
at a certain point, her boyfriend and presumably a girlfriend of theirs uh, washes up. I think she's the girlfriend of the first guy that dies. Okay. Yeah. Cause she gets really upset when she finds mm. out about him. So, and they're written to be the most hateable people <laughs> in the world that you can't wait to see get their. Absolutely. I love get how theirs, when her you know? boyfriend shows up, he's like, it's okay. I'm here now. And I'm like, she's been totally okay without <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, and I had a feast for dinner last night. What did you do? And, and Jen kind of very smartly, I think, tries to gently massage in their situation because she cooks for them. She offers them the Coca-Colas, uh, a nice fire. She lets them yeah. kind of recoup a little bit. And then she goes, okay, now that we're all on the same page, we have to leave as soon as possible because there is a monster that comes out at night and it will destroy us. It will kill us. You don't sleep here. You yeah. don't recoup here. We need to get back on that raft that you guys came in on and get out. Yeah. And obviously her friends, or maybe not obviously, but in this case, her friends don't believe her and they're very skeptical. And also they've been through an ordeal and they don't want to get right back on that raft. So yeah. they resist. Yeah. And yeah. I think one of her downfalls is she used the word monster. Yeah. She, she probably should have said like, there's some kind of an animal of yeah. some kind. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it's coming on shore and it, it is dangerous. We got to, you know, she maybe yeah. could have lied her ass off and just said yeah. there's like a crazy person or a, or a lion or some, mm. some kind of feral animal that you can't possibly fight. Yeah. You yeah. know, within good reason. Um, there's Island bears on this. Island. <laughs> but they're so just condescending. Right. They oh, yeah. don't even remotely ask her any questions about it. They're just like, um, we're just going to take a few days yeah. And we're really oh. tired. And she's like, I'm tired too. What are you yeah. talking about? Like, I just told you there's a monster here. We got to get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's, that's where we yeah. come to the title is, yeah. uh, her boyfriend, oh. Lucas, uh-huh. uh, keeps calling her sweetheart. He's like, sweetheart, oh. just come on, sweetheart, just listen to me and calm oh. down. You know, that whole condescending thing. <laughs> and I think that's kind of where we get the title gotcha. and this idea of, uh, these friends that, totally don't believe her. And then yeah. we get a little backstory, a little hint of an idea that maybe she's exaggerated some stories in the past and yeah. that's their excuse for completely throwing her under the bus and yeah. not uh, believing anything she says. My, uh, when we were watching it, my friend was like, they did a great job casting this movie. That guy has the most punchable <laughs> face yeah. I've ever Definitely. seen. <laughs> Definitely. Did you recognize him by the way? No, he looked familiar, but I couldn't well, tell who he was. His name was. is, uh, Emery Cohen. And apparently he was in that, uh, uh, Ozark show. So I, I, I didn't know. I know you've watched that a little bit. Yeah, but, I watched um, the first two seasons. I guess that's all there is so far. Yeah. He, he's popped up in some things. Yeah. Um, so it surprised me because I thought he was a complete unknown. Dis- yeah. Not that he w- it was a bad actor by any stretch. He was really good yeah. uh, at being hateable. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, he had such a punchable face yeah. that I kind of thought, well, <laughs> they must have discovered this guy and thought, yeah. no, perfect. <laughs> like, man, I really want to punch that guy. <laughs> Ooh, he'd be good in my movie. <laughs> But yeah, Jen realizes, oh, the writing's on the wall. I'm never going to convince these people. Yeah. Uh, They're also spending a lot of time together. Mm. Like, she's at the camp. She's, like, fishing. They're, they they look like they're throwing stones into the They're having sea. a little vacation. It looks like they're on yeah. vacation. And they're sitting really close together. And they've been on a raft together for a few days. And, well, you know. and there's also the little hint mm-hmm. of uh, Jen borrows Lucas's pocket knife. And when she unfolds it, she sees flaked off blood on it. Yeah. And it's kind of implied that uh, Lucas, and I forgot the other girl's name, may have killed someone on the raft that was with them. Uh, and uh, Why do we think... I had a couple of theories or yeah. questions as to why they would do that. 
Well, I, I think they probably had a limited amount of supplies with them, and they did the classic mm. thing of like, well, two of us can survive better than three. Okay. And also, uh, one of them says something along the lines of, Jen, you're sounding like so-and-so did. Mm. So I kind of feel like maybe oh. the third person saw the monster and started raving about it, and they were like, oh. all right, this person's going crazy. Let's, let's just... Huh. That's interesting. Throw them off this fucking thing, man. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, it doesn't spell it out. I think it's open to interpretation, yeah. but I definitely think there's signs of some kind of struggle happen on yeah. the raft for sure. I mean, yeah. and that they are not as innocent as they might try to present themselves that they, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe that's why they bonded a little bit because they were in on this. Yeah. They murdered someone basically. So, yeah. Yeah. I just kept thinking like, you could do so much better than this guy. Oh yeah. Like, he's like <laughs> schlubby and yeah. just really a jerk. And, yeah. Just like, uh, they write him to be like the biggest asshole yeah. possible. <laughs> well, and, and, uh, so yeah, she, she tries to, you know, while they're hanging out or whatever, she quietly gets all of her shit together <laughs> and she's like, well, fuck these people. I'm I'm getting yeah. on this raft and I'm getting mm. the hell out of here. And they notice. Yeah. And they uh-huh. just, yeah, go ahead. That was one thing I, when we were watching, I was like, she could have gone a little further down the beach. <laughs> like, she's like right next to him. Like, I hope they don't see him. Like, the raft, you're right there. But I mean, she but, would have to push the raft down the beach and it seems true. like it's heavy on sand. Mm-hmm. And mm. so I think they would have seen her for plus, sure. Plus she was time crunched. She was trying yeah. to get out there before it was night. And yeah. she may have just thought I can get out there before these idiots yeah. catch me. Cause they're mm-hmm. not, you know, they're weak and whatever. Like, if it wasn't for this monster, like, I feel like Jen could have just lived on that island and very happily and just been like, I don't have to work anymore. I'm just hanging out on this island because she's happily. got great survival skills. Yeah. And, you know, she's seems yeah. like she, her friends are all assholes. So just, <laughs> yeah, really. But Lucas and the other girl, they just mercilessly uh, tear Jen out of the raft. Mm-hmm. Uh, when she's resisting, uh, the other girl hits her in the face with a uh, oar. Is that what you call it? Yeah. A paddle. Yeah. And... Uh, when she comes to, they have tied her up uh, to a tree, and it's nighttime. Mm. And uh, it's. And at this point, you're just like, man, I can't wait to see these oh, people yeah. torn apart. <laughs> oh, man. Because they're, they're being so snooty to her. And yeah. it's so like, well, now that you're tied up, we're really going to get why it to you. Why would she yeah. make this up? Yeah, it's weird. Why? Yeah. If That's the what I kept is, saying. I was like, why would she make this up? I know up? she has a history <laughs> of lying, but. Right. If the island is totally safe, why would she be like, let's leave this island? Yeah, it doesn't yeah. make sense. Yeah. I, was, I was saying that. My friend was like, well, if you were there, would you believe what she was mm. saying? And I was like, I would believe that there was something that was freaking her out. I would at least be like, "There's that something is going on here that we should. This is true. I know. think you definitely wouldn't be like, oh, there's a monster. Okay, let's go. You would t- at least ask questions, but she showed like she had stabbed it. Yeah. And she showed the stick with the black blood in it. Like mm. what else would that yeah, I'd be like, well, it sounds like there's definitely something dangerous here. Like, I don't know if, I don't know if monsters exist, but yeah. something is attacking. So I, we should probably take her word for it because she's been here a few nights. But these yeah. people are just like, we know better than you. You sound like a raving lunatic. Yeah, they <laughs> had at least asked questions like, well, what does it, what does it look like? Are you something? But they just immediately were just like, no, we're not doing it. We're tired. And they, the way they did it. It was very condescending. But but I, I think, in all fairness to uh, you know the the writers, I, I think they're kind of playing into your hand a little bit because oh, yeah. it's very satisfying, uh, <laughs> definitely in a way because because you start to really hate these two characters, <laughs> and there's a great sequence where uh, 
you know, the girl goes to the beach to leave Lucas alone with mm-hmm. Jen to, to really give it to her and just lecture her and everything. And during that whole time, you know, Jen is trying to get loose from the rope. You know, she's tied to this tree and Lucas is just lecturing, lecturing, lecturing. And I thought it was really well directed because Lucas is like to the side of the screen mm-hmm. and there's all this darkness to one side of him. Yeah. Like a, like a whole like space where I just kept thinking, like, he's going to be lecturing and this thing is going to jump out and snatch him up and it's going to be amazing. Like, I just kept anticipating it. And yeah. they don't give it to you. It's yeah. it's kind of a nice scare tactic or whatever yeah. that I was anticipating this moment and it never happens yeah. and the girl gets attacked on the beach. He's and, also, uh, like, lecturing her on something that happened on the boat that they were on. Right. She you was know, being a butthole, basically. She, not yeah, having fun. He said you always have, like, this dark cloud around you and we're on the boat having fun with our friends and you tell me that you're not happy anymore. And I like how he's going on and on and she just keeps looking around like where's yeah. this monster coming from? Yeah. And I, she's like, I love you, but we need to leave. Mm. Like this yeah. is not the time. I love how she <laughs> never gives in. Like at some point I feel like if that was me, I would be like, all right, I have to like, placate this guy for a second so he'll let me go and then I'll be like, no, we gotta get the fuck out of here. You know, like, but like, she never once is, she's like, yeah, everything you're talking about is not important right now because there's something that's gonna kill us. We gotta go. Like, she never gives it up. I love that. And it's cool too that she offers no resistance in any of their criticisms. Mm-hmm. She's basically just like, okay, yeah, that's fine. I don't care. Like, yeah. she just kind of like lets them say whatever and very little pushback and mm-hmm. because, again, she's, it's life or death for her. She's not yeah. worried about this you know, kumbaya session that they're yeah. trying to have with her. Um, <laughs> but uh, I will say to Lucas's credit, he's pretty brave because he sees uh, his friend getting attacked on the beach and mm-hmm. he does not hesitate. He runs out there with like this torch yeah. to attack it. I think he realizes very quickly that he is in over his head. Yeah. And uh, I think it's very well acted afterwards. He sees his friend get killed by this monster and he is absolutely terrified the next day. I mean, he's yeah. scared to get down out of the tree. He's, yeah, I he's mean, like he up just... in it. She's walking around, and the camera pans up, and he's like standing on a tree branch. Yeah, like, yeah. he's scared to even be on the ground. Right. He doesn't want to step foot on the sand, even. He's just yeah. terrified. Um, so and that's then, good. He did come to his true. senses. And he's on board after literally seeing the monster eviscerate someone. <laughs> yeah, um, and I like it that he doesn't take over. Like, she goes out and she fishes. And he's like holding the pail for the fish. He's like, whatever you want, just, I got it, you know. Well, and needless to say, they end up on the raft together. Or they, go, they go out into the raft. And this is my, the only reason I'm, we're telling the whole story is, is because the second nightmare fuel moment is the monster surprises us and it attacks them during the day. And it was a nice twist because I didn't think that was going to happen. Yeah. And uh, it attacks the raft and it's coming up through the floorboard. I mean, the floor of the raft. It's very scary. Yeah, they're in the raft. and. Yeah. They think it's gone, and they—he's already the monster's already torn like a hole in the raft. So I guess that was never going to work. And then she just like gets pulled through the floor, and that's the first time you kind of see the monster in all of its glory, like swimming, and it's creepy to me. Mm. And then she, I think she stabs it. Yeah. She stabs it. It goes away, and then it. Yeah, and then I guess Lucas had come in the water after her or something. Well, yeah, it's it's dragging her down, and it's kind of like. Uh, she manages to stab it with a pocket knife and it lets her go. And you think, okay, well, something's happening. You know, maybe they're both going to get out of this. And Lucas finally decides, oh, I'm going to jump in after her and try to save her, I guess. And for whatever reason, the the monster goes after Lucas and pulls Mm -hmm. him down and he offers no resistance. Lucas is (laughs) like, no, gets gets dragged into this hole. That's the other nightmare (laughs) fuel moment though, is, is just imagining being dragged into that hole, still living Mm -hmm. and just like, 
yeah. that darkness enveloping you and you're yeah. underwater and this thing is holding you. It's just like, oh, <laughs> that's the worst. Like, it's like, well, I better just... <laughs> so, yeah. oh, I know, like, I know. Just, just offer your neck to it. Like, yeah. do he it. Had, he had a spear, so maybe he just... <laughs> Yeah. I don't know if he lost this spear. He did. He oh, chose it yeah. explicitly fall to the true. ocean floor. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but I think like as soon as he like he's just gonna drown before it can harm him. Yet I would hopefully. imagine. Like oh, that's yeah. why I was thinking just like just breathe in, <gasps> just breathe in all that water, and then just what like, it's if over. somehow this magical hole that we don't know what it is? What if there's no water down there? It's like. He can breathe. It's even worse. It's like a magical <laughs> land. He's like, I was just trying to bring you down no. here to show you this wonderful place. And he's like, oh, and then, I should and then, tell my friends. And, and we find out the monster speaks, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's like, Sweetheart it's, too. It's like yeah. the they abyss. Fall in love. It's like the abyss. It's like, yeah. it's, it's pleasant. We just <laughs> like, need food. Yeah. But, you know. You misunderstood. We weren't trying to attack you. <laughs> but then when you started attacking us, we had no choice. You know. And that, and that, obviously, this leads Jen to, to realize that she has to kill this thing. Like, there's no escape, uh, you know. And this is the point in the movie where I turned to my friend. I was like, mm. here comes the Predator ending. Oh, yeah. And then it happened. Oh, I was yeah. like, oh, my God, this is the end of Predator. Yeah. Like, but I liked it, though. I liked I did too. the, I loved the it. Predator I mashup. To, that's yeah. what I think this is a little bit, is Predator meets Castaway. It's kind. Yeah. Of, it's <laughs> basically those two movies combined, like you said, with a touch of Creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah. And, and honestly... I know this is sacrilege to a lot of people. I prefer this so much to like The Shape of Water. I know they're oh, yeah. not even comparable movies, <laughs> but in terms of like a creature from the Black Lagoon homage, mm-hmm. where it's like a love letter, the creature like I like this version. I like the I yeah. like the creature being a monster and mm-hmm. um, and it's actually scary. And, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. I also thought like I might be wrong. I might have to go back and rewatch it. But like I feel like it's a movie that it's kind of a scary monster movie that would be good for kids too. Like I that's actually I, in my notes. Oh it's, really? It's PG 13. So yeah, it's, it's, it doesn't have any major language issues. Um, it's just straight up scary. I mean, yeah. that's, that's probably in yeah. a little bit of violence, obviously that's probably, yeah. so maybe not mm. like little, little kids, but <laughs> maybe like 10 and over. And, and I thought it was a good example. A lot of people poo poo PG 13 scary movies, but I thought this was a nice example of a fun monster yeah, movie that holds up and it didn't need to be rated R. So I thought it was really wise that they pulled and back. It teaches you survival skills. If I ever got shown on an island, <laughs> I'd be like, what did she do in Sweetheart? Well, I do think, to Jeff's credit, that she found a box of matches. I was about to say, like, <laughs> that helps. Yeah. This is true. She, she was very capable. I think I would be yeah. horrible at all the things that she did well. I would just. Yeah. But I think that's her. the. Number one thing was the box of matches because yeah. if she yeah. doesn't know how to start fire, then she's screwed. So that those That's matches true. that helped yeah. for sure. Because the fire almost went out, and you could see her like, oh wow, that was the first priority. I thought that yeah. was a cool little moment too, because yeah. they abandoned that campsite, thinking mm-hmm. like, we're, fuck this place, we're mm-hmm. out of here. And then, yeah, <laughs> she's like, I'm out of matches. I gotta hurry up. And <laughs> that was a great going. moment, actually. Yeah. A um, lot, lot of great tension in the final showdown. I thought was really satisfying between her and the monster. Mm-hmm. The methods she uses to take it down, I thought were really cool. Um, I love that she didn't do that typical horror movie thing where you like you think she killed it, and she walks up on it, and it's like it comes back up. Oh, yeah. She's out, and uh, it, but like when she was approaching it, I said out loud to my friend, I was like, "All right." I'll stab it in the head, and then she picks up a steer and stabs it in the head. I was like, oh, she uh, did it. Well, she, I think she cuts off <laughs> and its head. Yeah, then she starts like sawing it, it off. Yeah, I yeah. was like, yes, it's a great moment. Yeah, I do say sometimes movies, like at the end, and they, I guess they do this in so many horror movies where the person comes up with like this elaborate Home Alone scheme that I feel mm-hmm. like the average person would never be able to figure this out. Like what she came up with 
like, you know, maybe. I, I, I don't know if yeah. I had to figure it out. But I do like how she still got beat up. Yeah. Like, the monster still. I mean, she would knock her and she would fly far off into the distance. I do like... It yeah. wasn't easy for her. Well, and, and I think uh, to the movie's credit, she doesn't do anything really elaborate. There's no like crazy booby traps right. a la Predator where, That's you know, true. like police systems. It's just a ring of fire. Yeah. Basically. She basically confuses it because I think she realizes the flare gun aggravated it earlier in the movie. And she realizes, well, it's light sensitive. Yeah. That's why it doesn't come out during the day. Oh, um, I didn't so, even get that. So the fire is going to confuse it a little bit, and I'll have strategically just all these weapons laid out that I can just keep pummeling it. Yeah. Um, she uses the bones uh, from previous mm-hmm. victims because she realizes that's going to be tougher than the sticks that she's finding. And she, she, um, I guess it's it's, it's the fam- the family of the camp, the people that had been there in the nineties. Yeah, yeah. Someone had buried them. I guess right. the last member of that family standing, and she goes and unburies them, and she uses their bones. That's what I literally just said. Yeah. I know. I just wanted to make sure. Um, I didn't know if you meant the her friends. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, yeah. I mean, so, I don't know. It's just... Yeah, it's really not that elaborate. She just made sure there were sharp objects all around. Yeah, yeah. Just I mean, it. it took a little bit of planning, obviously, but... And then I like when she's running at on the beach away from him, and then she's like, oh, okay, I just got to get this over with. And she turns around, and he, like, picks her up, and she just, like, oh, like, yeah. stabs him, like, a thousand <laughs> times. Yeah. I think that was on the beach, or it might have been still in the Ring of Fire. Either way, I like how... Yeah, because in horror movies, uh, they will hit someone in the middle of their back and then run away. I'm like, why would you hit someone in their back? Why would you not hit them in their head mm. and then keep mm. hitting them? It makes no sense, but in this movie, they didn't do that. Yeah. So yeah, You know, she, a lot of things come easy to her for, with survival skills. Kind of on the other end of the spectrum, we don't really get that many ideas of uh, the creature's limitations or capabilities past it being big and strong and it can swim well. Hmm. Like, like I, I never really understood how well it can see or what its senses were because it seemed to, like, not notice her very often when she was kind of in a somewhat yeah. obvious spot, you know. She was just covered up by a leaf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, can it but not it, quite see yeah. But it could smell or? the dead body under the sand, though. But yeah, I mean, yeah. it probably, like... The dead body would have more of a smell. Yeah, though, I mean, that makes sense. It's yeah. definitely yeah. it's definitely a moment of overthinking it. It just yeah. would I think it would have been kind of cool is to have just a little bit more of an idea of, uh, like like the fire confusing it. I, I that's a leap I made. I don't know that it the movie totally made that that clear that yeah. that's why she was setting so much stuff on fire. That's kind of what I was assuming too. Especially like once the fire went up and he was kind of like looked disoriented, like Argh! it looked like he was. Yeah, maybe, wasn't enjoying the fire. Maybe also she was using it as the world's biggest smoke signal. Oh, that's a good point. Because there so are a lot of to get a rescue. There are yeah. I thought about that a lot too. of planes that are flying nearby, and so clearly someone should be able yeah. to, to like see this. Like two birds, one stone type of thing. Because this island yeah. is yeah, on fire. Like the last shot of the movie where the credits start rolling is they just pan out from the the island and it's on fire, and I was like, oh, surely a, an airplane will see oh, that. I didn't even now, think about so. that. That's yeah. a good point. I hope. If I, I wonder if a plane seeing the fire and the smoke, if they would be like, let's just put the fire out <laughs> and they keep on going. They still got to, she still has to, you know, be like, I'm down here. Yeah. So we don't but know if she's rescued like, just yet. But that island's on fire. Good thing there's no one down there. <laughs> there's water surrounding it. It'll be okay. Um, I will say the two songs at the end of this movie were oh, yeah. so good. I really liked both of them. Demons knocking, knocking at my door. 
That's the la- last thing I have written down is good score. Yes. I like the score to mm-hmm. this movie. Yeah. It's it's pretty minimalist, and they don't really tell you how to feel that often. Like every now and then, it'll punch in to kind of give you mm-hmm. like a whoa, you know. But for the most part, they let you decide what's scary and, and yeah. what's the tension is. But yeah, the, you really like those songs at the I end. I love you those songs. Like the first I thought, because um, the first time we watched the movie, the song that immediately starts when the camera pans away from the island, I thought it might have been the Kiersey Clemens girl, because I think she does sing and mm. she sang in Dope, because um, in Dope they had like a band. But it's it's someone else. But um, yeah, there's only two songs, two non-score songs at the end, and they're both really good. I might add them to my iPod. Well. What, let's let's grade this bad boy. I think let's we do it. Yeah, would you would you would you recommend it? And what's your grade? Definitely recommend it. I give it like a B plus or yeah B plus. Did your friend like it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Had a good time. I would give it an an uh, an A. Nice. I'm, same page. I, a A for me as well. Not not A A but <laughs> A. <laughs> And I'm a sucker for creature features. It just hit all the buttons for me. And I, I yeah. love survival stories too. Uh, I'm always a sucker for those. Mm-hmm. Like, it, so it just it hit a lot of the buttons. And yeah. the amazing visual in the middle of this movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, I I think that's almost worth it's watching a it. Rewatchable movie for yeah. sure. Yeah. It's really uh, it's a really fun movie. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah so. Yay. And it's PG thirteen, guys. So yeah. don't have to. If you have kids, uh, you know, teenagers, or or if you want to watch it with your parents, and you're yeah. an adult, <laughs> not going to be any awkward moments. You can just yeah. enjoy a fun, scary movie together. Yeah. So fun for the whole family. The creature from the Black Lagoon reboot. Like, <laughs> like I was watching, I was like, oh man, if this movie had been made, Universal Studios could have taken this and just been like slap creature from the Black Lagoon Almost. on the title. And, uh, and, and honestly, you know, I saw that trailer for the Invisible Man yeah. uh, that they're doing with Blumhouse and the Lee Wanell guy, the guy that did Upgrade, mm-hmm. is directing it. And uh, I think that looks really cool. And yeah. it's it, to me, that's how they should be doing these Universal monster movies: is small budget. Make them scary, and this—you're right. This would have been a slam dunk for a creature reboot yeah. if they had wanted it, to make them scary. And it yeah. would be cool if they had, you know, did the whole shared universe thing. But I think it's cooler if they just didn't worry about it, because then you have you set up all these characters, and it's just you just focus on this one movie. Because I feel like if you're trying to focus on three, four movies in advance, you're gonna screw yourself. Yeah, um, they're always trying right. to make their own MCU. So. <laughs> And that's the thing with with like a these universal monster properties is I think they want to throw tons of money at it and make it a big spectacle, whereas this movie is a very like lower budget, smaller story, which mm-hmm. I really love. I think that mm-hmm. really is to this movie's credit. And the director, he has something coming up. I can't remember what the name of it is, but apparently, so many companies were like production companies were after this and eventually um, one of them went out and I don't remember what it is, but um, whatever he's doing, it's supposed to be adapted. No, I am talking about something completely different. I take it all back. Well, he was, he is officially attached to the fly remake. Um, yeah. Fox owns the rights to the fly. And apparently that's kind of in turnaround because Disney bought uh, Fox you know, uh, 20th Century Fox or whatever. So I, I think it's kind of up in the air how he's going to go forward with the Fly remake. <laughs> but I, I'm really interested in anything of. this guy, his name is J.D. Dillard. Um, anything he's 
attached to in the future. I hope it's horror because I think he's got the yeah, the knack good. for it. So I hope it's another horror movie. But he might branch out. So say la vie. <laughs> But yeah, he'll do a Marvel movie at some point. <laughs> <laughs> What's a Submariner? Oh yeah, it'll <laughs> be something aquatic. Exactly. All right. Well, let's sign out. I'm Jeff. I'm Kia. And I'm Craig. And, and we, we just reviewed, reviewed Sweetheart. Sweetheart. It is time once again for. You guys ready for, to do some trivia? I've got ten questions. Yep. Ready. Sea Monsters and Sweethearts, a Craig Garrett trivia jam. What is the opening line of Moby Dick? Kia. Yes. Um, I, know. I do know this one. I hope... I did Spit you it out. Kia Let's go. You didn't know the answer. Let's go. Um, Give me something. Um... 10,000 leagues. I need to see. <laughs> Jeff. I've heard this before. Incorrect. Yes, Jeff. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. That's Isn't that it? Incorrect. <laughs> it's not. What was no. that the, the opening That's to? like great expectations uh, or tell it two cities. Yeah, it's, it's another classic, but it's not uh, Moby Dick. Uh, do you guys want to let's see, oh, I you know, hear I know the options? This, yeah. yeah. Here are the options. A, Blimey, a sperm whale. Nope. B, Ahab, be thy name. Nope. C. My name is Ishmael. Yeah, that's it. Damn it. Incorrect. What? D. Call me Ishmael. Oh. Yeah. I knew Ishmael was in there. I've never even read that book. <laughs> Cut out my uh, my answer I said earlier. <laughs> that sounds stupid. Just, just make Jeff sound like a genius. <laughs> it was a good guess. I mean, you know, it's a classic line. Yeah, it's a kind, classic I, opening line to a book. And I'm not up on it enough to know exactly where that's from, too. I just know that it's it's a classic line of literature. So. Uh, next question. What famous director and actor made his film debut in an aquatic-themed monster movie? I don't know. In an aquatic-themed monster movie? Yes. Uh, you guys want to hear the options? Yes. Oh, okay. I want to oh. I want to go ahead and guess. Yes, Jeff. Was it Clint, East, Clint Eastwood in Revenge of the Creature? You are absolutely correct. Oh. Uh, Clint Eastwood made his film debut in Revenge of the Creature playing a lab assistant. In what Marilyn Monroe film does Marilyn's character express sympathy for the creature from the Black Lagoon? You guys want to hear options, or I do. Give a guess. Mm. Kia. Yes, Kia. Uh, no, no, I'm in options. Oh, okay, very well. A. The Seven Year Itch. B. The Misfits. C. All About Love. Or excuse me, All About Eve. D. Love Nest. Kia. Yes. The Misfits. Incorrect. Jeff. Yes. Seven Year Itch. Oh, you are correct. In the 1955 comedy The Seven Year Itch, Marilyn Monroe and Tom Ewell came out of a theater showing Creature from the Black Lagoon. Monroe expresses sympathy for the Gilman, saying that it wasn't really bad and it just wanted to be loved. Uh, was that and you're last? right. That's that's right before her skirt blows yeah. up from the steam. Dang yeah. It. Was that last option one you made up? No, Love Nest oh, okay. is a real movie. Never yeah, heard of Love I, I picked it because it sounded kind of odd, but it yeah. is one of uh, Marilyn Monroe's movies. Next question: <laughs> What year did the Sweetheart Candy debut? Oh. 
Like sweet tarts? No, the sweetheart, you know, that says like love me or Mary, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that stuff. Those Ew. little pastel oh. arts. I love them. Mm. What year did the sweetheart candy debut? I'm needing options. A long time ago. Yes, options. A, 1961. B, 1901. C, 1846. D, 1493. Jeff. Yes. A. Incorrect. Boo. Um... What was the third one? C is 1846. I'm going to say 1901. You are correct. Yay, I'm the board. I love that song. What song? Phoenix has a song called 1901. It's really good. <laughs> what zodiac sign is often depicted as a sort of sea monster? A sort of sea monster? Yes, a sort of sea monster. I don't know. Kia. Yes. Pisces. Correct. I don't know if you're trying to be no. clever. No, that's not me. Okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> yes. A. Capricorn. B. Aquarius. C. Virgo. D. Gemini. I'll say Aquarius. Incorrect. <sighs> it's A. Capricorn. What? It's a Babylonian water goat. If you look at the. Oh, full... I'm a Capricorn. I thought it was just a goat. It's a goat head, but it has like a fish body. Oh, so it's a lame. sort of sea I monster. Water goat. <laughs> what famous hero killed the water serpent Hydra? What famous sea hero? No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> what famous hero oh. killed the water serpent Hydra? Classic hero. Aquaman? No. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect. No. <laughs> yeah. Does anyone... I'm going to count that as your guess. I'm sorry. I'm gonna... oh. uh, that's fair. <laughs> no. Wait, what, do you guys want to hear the options? or uh... Does anyone have an actual guess? Options. Options, Jeff? Sure. You're still in. You're still okay. in the game. A, Lancelot. B. Beowulf. C. St. George. D. Hercules. Kia. Yes. Hercules. That's correct. Is the second Hercules, of his 12 Hercules, Hercules. labors. What is the name of the race of intelligent aquatic creatures created by H.P. Lovecraft? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to need options on that. Kia. Yes. I know. Why do I keep oh. saying options? Options. Very well. What's wrong with me? <laughs> A race of intelligent aquatic creatures created by H.P. Lovecraft? A. Aquafiends. B. Wave Riders. C. Deep Ones. D. The Submerged Beings. Jeff. Yes. D. Submerged Beings. Incorrect. Oh. Wave Riders? <laughs> Incorrect. No. It's the Deep Ones. Oh. They are featured in one of his most famous works, The Shadow Over Innsmouth. Mm. What phrase means dangerous or unexplored territories on maps? Hmm. Interesting. I'm going to need options. Options. Dangerous or unexplored territories on maps. A. Here be dragons. B. Hark! A serpent. C. Tread carefully. Devil's afoot. D. Behold! A behemoth! Jeff. C. Incorrect. This is on maps? That's true. What? Um, I thought it was going to be like, you know, caution. Um, well, I mean, it does mean that. Well, you said, what did you say? C. Can I hear A, B, and D, please? 
<laughs> a. Here be dragons. B. Hark, a serpent. D. Behold, a behemoth. Behold a behemoth? <laughs> Incorrect. It's here be dragons. Damn, I just need one to just attack. It's an imitation of a medieval practice of putting illustrations of dragons, sea monsters, and other creatures on uncharted areas of maps where potential dangers were thought to exist. Here be dragons and all them witches just coming on in. <laughs> here be dragons and all them bitches. Oh, no. <laughs> all right, we're, we're winding down here. Two more questions. Um. To date... What is the tallest Godzilla has ever been depicted in a film? Famous sea monster Godzilla. Jeff. Yes. 150 feet tall. Incorrect. Options. A, 328 feet. B, 355 feet. C, 393 feet. D, 984 motherfucking feet. A. Incorrect. It is D. In Godzilla, oh, no. Planet of the Monsters, Godzilla's height was increased from, oh, good God, to 984 feet, the mm. tallest height for the character to date. Just for reference, in King of the Monsters, the Hollywood movie that came out this past year with Godzilla, he's only 393 feet tall. Oh, so little, they really eclipsed him. He's a little him. tiny babe. No baby Godzilla. Final question. What Godzilla film has had the highest attendance to date by Japanese audiences? Jeff. Yes. Godzilla versus Biolante. Incorrect. That versus was, who? You said that with so much authority. Biolante. Biolante. <laughs> Biolante. Kia. Yes. Uh, I'm cut. Excuse my language. Options. What's wrong with me? A. <laughs> this is the highest attendance by Japanese audiences for a Godzilla film. A. King Kong versus Godzilla. B. Shin Godzilla. C. Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla. D. Destroy all monsters. Destroy all monsters. Incorrect. It's King Kong versus Godzilla. If I had gotten that, we would have tied. The King! Jeff wins three to two. Is there, that's the last one? Yes. Oh, okay. That was it. Congratulations. I mean it. I don't. Thanks for joining us <laughs> for this half-ass horror trivia. All right. Hey, this is Jason Marsden. I'm here on the Half-Assed Horrorcast. You know what's not half-assed? Uh, Jeff and Craig. They're not half-assed at all. They got all their information here. Appreciate them for having me. Well, Dash, you have anything you want to say? Well, yeah. Yeah, Jason. You can step, step aside. See, I, I think, uh, I think uh, Jeff and Craig are pretty weird, but, you know, I think I'd rather them be weird than dead. Anyone want a, uh, a black cow at the world of stuff? Follow me. At the end of every episode of the Half-Ass Horrorcast, we like to talk about things in the horror genre that we're excited about and want to share with our friends and listeners in a segment we like to call, What's Making Us Scared? What's making me scared is something that I discovered recently while I was looking for comic books. And that is that um, Joe Hill has teamed up with DC to do like a little separate line of comics called Hill House Comics, and they're all horror-related. Turn a new page in fear with Hill House Comics. A terrifying new line of horror comics curated by Joe Hill, the mastermind behind Nosferatu and Lock and Key. Get ready to shock your senses 
with some of the biggest names in horror storytelling. I think there's five of them. Um, they're called Basketful of Heads. That's one. Another one is the Dollhouse uh, doll Family. The Dollhouse Family. Another one is the Lolo Woods. Um, Daphne Byrne. And Plunge. And they're all separate comics, very short issue runs. I think they're like six or seven issues. And in each issue, there's another comic called Sea Dogs that's going to be laid out in each issue. So to get that comic, you'd have to get all of them to get this backstory. Hmm. But anyway, um, I'm a big fan of Joe Hill. I've mentioned him before in the podcast. I like his books. I like his comic, Lock and Key. He also has another comic that I'm interested in. I think it's called Dying is an Easy I don't think that's Hill House. I think that's something separate. But um, yeah, so Hill House Comics, it's a DC imprint, I guess is what you call it. And um, they just they just started late last year and they're still ongoing. All of them are out now. They're being yeah. released concurrently or whatever. So yeah, Hill House Comics. Joe Hill Jam. Yes. Yeah, yeah Craig, uh, you messaged me about that the other day. There's like a, a YouTube uh, trailer for those. And I watched it and I was like, oh, that looks really cool. And so I went to the comic book store yesterday and got a couple of comics from that series. Did, did you say like uh, a, a clerk somewhere you went was yeah. reading them just yeah. right after we had talked about it? The day that you messaged that to me, I went to the gas station. I walked in and the guy was like reading the Dollhouse <laughs> comic. And I was like, oh, I was like, is that any good? My friend actually messaged me about that today. He's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, it's really good. And he told me about the thing where there's a, a different chapter of that other story <laughs> in each comic. And I was yeah. like, man, I'm definitely getting these. I got to check it out. Oh, I was just saying, yeah, he's very active with comics, and he still releases uh, little one-shots for Lock and Key. That mm-hmm. There's a new one out called Dog Days um, that I also ordered that one. And um, and he's still active with books because he just put out a short story collection called Full Throttle. Um, so, yeah, he's very active. So what's making me scared this week is, as of this recording, the Trick or Treat Studios put out their new catalog uh, two days ago. Today is January 19th. So, <clears throat> But in that catalog, they've got a bunch of new licenses and stuff and a bunch of cool new masks. And I always look forward to their masks anyway, but they've finally got a bunch of Universal Monster masks, including a Boris Karloff Frankenstein, a Glenn Strange Frankenstein, mm. uh, the Mummy, Imhotep, and the <laughs> Ardith Bay where he's got the little fez on his head. Yeah. And a new creature from the Black Lagoon that looks amazing. Looks way better than the one I already have. So getting rid of that one. Out with the old, in with the new. And um, a Wolfman that looks really cool. Yeah. And uh, But they also have uh, Hammer characters. There's like the Christopher Lee Dracula. A bunch of Scooby-Doo masks. Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Lord of the Rings. And the new Creep Show TV series. They, they have the mask that... From I don't know what the character's name is, but like the host I, of it. I assume it's the creep. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, they look awesome. Very yeah, cool. they they all look really amazing, and it's one of those things where you you know it dropped, and I was really excited about it, and I'm hoping the newness wears off. Mm-hmm. Like it's one of those things where like I'm just hard for all of these, you know, like I want them all. <laughs> yeah. And I'm hoping I'm hoping I'm hoping that over time. It kind of subsides, and I'm like, okay, I can get one. Are they two. super yeah. expensive? They're like sixty bucks a piece. Oh, so. okay. Yeah, so it's not. It's it's more of a space issue than it is yeah. this. Because I mean, it's kind of like mask. Where are you going to? 
you know, we here in our house we probably have a few spots <laughs> a choice spots up there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we to comfortably fit them in, but we could put them all along the top shelves in the kitchen. Oh, that would be really cool. Actually, <laughs> it, it would be cool, but I would be worried the steam from oh, cooking yeah. might, oh, okay. could might affect them because I've thought about putting stuff up there before. They'd be okay on this side, though. I guess. Yeah, maybe, maybe. the well, yeah. It's funny you say that because I said almost word for word that same thing to my girlfriend yesterday because I was telling her I was telling her about these masks as if like I was like I sound like a little nephew telling you about their favorite Power Ranger or whatever and like and then this blue one and he he shoots a laser gun but it's not the same kind of laser gun as the green one and he's got another weapon like I felt like I was doing that to her I was like so they're coming out with Boris Karloff I've always wanted one of those and then like I don't know where I'm gonna put all these I don't know where I'm gonna get the money but I'm gonna be spending so much like and I was like, you know what? It's good that they announced this now, and they're not putting them out till September, because that gives me plenty of time mm. to calm down and like <laughs> be like, okay, let me think about this rationally. Like, which ones can I afford, and which ones do I have space for? Like, and I actually mm. thought yesterday, I was like, I should buy a new shelf so I could put my masks on. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So now I'm what? buying furniture so I could put toys on them. Well, I was already thinking of uh, the Halloween tree this year because I, I was already leaning towards doing a Frankenstein one anyway. And obviously one of those masks could be a perfect topper. Yeah. But as much as I like the Boris Karloff one, I kind of like the idea of the Glenn Strange one because yeah. I could put the Santa hat on top of it. It could be like the yeah. quintessential, you know, image of horror Christmas is yeah. that Glenn Strange character yeah. with wearing the Santa hat. That would be a slam That's dunk. a great idea. So, yeah. yeah um, but God, man, I, I like the Boris one too. So I feel like straight so out of the gate, I already want two of them <laughs> as surefire. And yeah. then like... I love the the werewolf one, and even though I have an awesome creature from Black Lagoon mask, I still like the other one too. It's yeah. like, ugh, like I do. Can't. They have like invisible man masks. Not yet. I feel like it's such a cool look. I don't yeah. really see anyone doing it. Hopefully, hmm. maybe next year. I don't know. Yeah, I'm surprised actually they haven't tried to do that look. Like it'd be kind of cool too if they had like translucent, like for the glasses. Yeah. If they kind of they worked that in somehow, that would yeah. be neat. Yeah, but I agree. I'm very excited too. Yeah, I mean, I probably nowhere wait. near. Jeff is like the connoisseur of masks, so. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm excited about all the same ones you mentioned in the order that you mentioned them too. Like, <laughs> although I'd probably get creature before Wolfman. I would flip those two. Well, first, it's, it's only because my I like my creature mask. Like yeah. I have that uh, the one they issued. Makia got it for me for Christmas a few mm-hmm. years ago, and I. So creature is kind of lower on my list because I think mine looks really cool. Yeah. I think it. Yours is kind of, for some reason, it looks yeah. a little wonky. I have um, the mask from the same line, but for some reason mine, I don't know if it was stored in a weird way before I got mm-hmm. it, but it just, it's misshapen huh. compared to yours. Yeah, like, I'm mine not... looks like it has some weird. kind of problem. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no, I mean, mine, we have it up on, like, a display shelf or whatever, and I just, I look at it all the time. I just yeah. <laughs> I think it's really cool. Yeah, we never like, repaint it. So whoever painted that wall, they picked like the exact same color as the yeah, creature's yeah. face. Um, so yeah, Trick or Treat Studios 2020, it's on their website. You can download uh, their catalog if you yeah, maybe want to take a look. PDF. Yeah. So. Uh, mine is a really quick one. Uh, this is the 35th anniversary of Ghoulies. <laughs> the original movie came out in 1985, so... Uh, I've just been kind of excited by all the fanfare. I've noticed a lot of, uh, you know, articles coming out oh, from yeah. websites and that sort of thing. And uh, this morning, I happened to catch a little bit of Ghoulies on regular TV. It was wonderful. And I realized I've been lying for a long time because uh, I, I, I know I've told people, and I may have said it on the podcast, that the uh, video cassette 
for ghoulies has that iconic image of the ghoulie coming out of the toilet. Yeah. For ghoulies, one or two. Both. It's both all, all the ghoulies okay. movies have that. The toilet but, scene. But yeah, the original one, straight out of the gate, has the toilet and the, the, the fish ghoulie coming out, the frog ghoulie. And uh, I always felt like it was a lie because... For some reason in my head, I didn't think a ghoulie ever came out of a toilet mm-hmm. in the original ghoulies, but I'm wrong because I was watching it today and it straight up shows that ghoulie coming out <laughs> of a toilet. It's a yeah. really quick, it just pops out of a toilet it was hiding right. in. So it's not like, a, in all fairness to me as a kid, I probably thought that was going to be like the centerpiece of the movie is like right. these these anim- these monsters come out of the toilets, and, <laughs> it, but it's just like a really quick beat or whatever. Um, they give you full on toilet stuff in the second movie though in the third movie obviously but uh anyway so i I just want to apologize for getting that wrong all these years i I was schooled by uh ghoulies but uh expect some ghoulies content this year because it's on the brain Mm -hmm. and also that reminds me when we were talking about this when jeff and i went to a convention uh, actually for two years running yeah uh, mask Mask fest Fest, yeah uh, we went to the trick or teeth trick or treat booth and both times the people running yeah. it claimed that they were going to have ghoulies. Yeah, it was soon. Chris Zephro. He's like, it's he and Justin Mabry started that company, and he, Chris is like the kind of the business side of it. And he was like, oh, we're gonna. He, he you were wearing a ghoulie shirt. He's yeah. like, oh, I like your shirt. We're doing ghoulie stuff this year. And we were like, mm-hmm. what? I was super excited because yeah. that's back when I just bought the Gremlin yeah. at Morty. So I, I was like. I can't wait to have some ghoulies to go along with this character. It'll be awesome. Mm-hmm. And I was really excited. And I kept, you know, waiting for it to drop. And because he said it would be 2019. Yeah. And it never happened. So yeah. And then we saw him at this past mask fest, and we're like, "Hey, what happened with the ghoulie stuff?" He's like, "Oh, that's going to be in next year. It's going to be a 2020." Like, oh, okay. And then it's, it's not, not in there. there. It's not there. So I don't <laughs> so know if they maybe lost 2021? the rights. Yeah. So I'm waiting, dreaming about those ghoulies, guys. Hmm. <laughs> excited. Hopefully. Have you? You still haven't seen Ghoulies Two yet, right? No, I've only the seen Fun House one. I've only seen the one we watched for the podcast. Ghoulies go to Ghoulies college. Ghoulies two is the best well, one. I, I, I started think. watching the first one, but I haven't finished that. Mm. I might, I might pick Ghoulies two upcoming. That's a good, that's a, a good idea. That's a favorite. Kia. Yes, that's my name. It's your turn it to is. pick the movie. I've wrestled with this back and forth, but I think I finally decided what I'm going to pick. You won't hear it. Yeah, I do. Star I'm going to be interested to hear this. Did you say Star Wars? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the original. Um. Well, no. Last time I picked a '90s movie, The Craft, and nope, this time you picked The Crow. I but now we know what's going to happen. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's okay. That's fine. I'll cut it out. We'll act really. Yeah, act really surprised. Okay. Last time I picked a '90s movie, The Crow. Oh yeah, that was a great mm, choice. Yeah. And because I love the '90s, there's not a day that goes by where I'm like, man, I wish it wasn't 1996. I'm going to pick The Craft. Oh, what? Shit. I did not oh. see that coming. That's a great choice. Because it's, it's on Netflix, and it's been, it's been, a, it's been a, a subject of a lot of chatter recently yeah, I think for they're various reasons. Trying to remake it. And, yeah. But, yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, I remember liking it back then when I first saw it. It's a fun movie. It's, um, yeah, so I'd be interested to... I'm interested to revisit it again. Mm, cool. So I've actually never seen it. Really? Oh, yeah. oh my well, God. 90s hole for Jeff Lorenzo. Wow. Well, uh, I was supposed to go see it. My cousin was going to take me to see it, but uh, he never showed up. He went with the girl instead. <laughs> so that's All these why years later. Years no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You owe me. Well, good. I'm, I'm, yeah, because I just assumed that everyone had seen this. You shut your mouth. How can you say 
I go about things the wrong way. I am human and I need to be loved just like everybody else does. The Craft 1996's horror extravaganza next time on the Half-Ass Horrorcast. Keep slamming that evil and keep loving your neighbors. Is that song in that movie? Yeah, it's in there. Oh, okay. They, they actually remade it. It's not, uh, oh, it's not okay. the Smiths anymore. Oh, is it the so same one they use for um, Charmed? Probably. It probably is. And then there was that other song that was all over the trailer that's like, They're just like you. You have Apparently, a I remember more about memory. this movie than you guys do. <laughs> Signing out the craft. Thank you for listening to the Half-Assed Horrorcast. You can find us on Instagram at Half-Assed Horrorcast. Facebook at Half-Assed Horror. Twitter at HA Horrorcast. And you can send us an email at halfassedhorrorcast at gmail.com or visit our website, halfassedhorrorcast.com. Yeah.